change the game, change the story, change the equation. So what do these imperatives have to do with power? Hi, welcome to my podcast, Power to the People. My name is Naya, and today we have Jasmine here to talk about Eric Liu's book, You're More Powerful Than You Think. So Liu goes into great depth about how to redirect power for ourselves and what we can do as citizens to change the rules about authority over power. Hi, Jasmine. Hi. So Lou describes power as the capacity to have other people do as what you would like them to do. So in your words, what do you think power means? I think when describing power, it should be a little bit more in depth because his definition can be taken positively or negatively. Power is the ability to compel people and communities to invoke change and stand for your beliefs. So power is something that must be shared and can't concentrate onto one person or idea. By choosing to redirect this power, you can gain more power. Lou says that we are not stuck in a rigged system, but that we are the rigged system. And so we choose to let others take our power and voice, and they may use this to their advantage. So to not vote is to hand power over to others who may or may not match your views. Uh, So what would you say to someone who says, my vote will not do anything? By allowing ourselves to feel powerless, we put ourselves in a position where we become what we feel. Much like saying, much like the saying, you reap what you sow, this can be looked at in the same light. By allowing one vote to fall short, we give others more power over ourselves, therefore rigging the system against ourselves. In the end, the harm is done to no one to the one who doesn't vote because just one can cause a domino effect. I agree. So citizens give the government power through elections and votes while dictators use the threat of force or violence. Lou also talks about a certain way where you can map out these power structures and these certain sources may or may not interlace with each other. So how do you think these powerful people get their power to begin with? And how can you clearly see this? Well, in both situations, whether it's elected officials or dictators, um, people are the ones who give their higher ups their power. So it may be hard to believe, but let's take Hitler, for example. Though he didn't win the election that he participated in, he still um, had lots of support by the people around him. And that led to him gaining power as a chancellor. And therefore, you know, what happened next? Um, By mapping out this power, then using main sources and conduits, you can clearly see the flow of power where dictators like Hitler can get power. In this case, it would be violence in numbers of people. So when people gain power, it changes their character. So how does this power then impact things like morality? Power can cause a rise in ego for sure. Let's take high school, for example. The ones with power, the popular kids, usually have an unimaginably large ego because we feed into their belief that because they have power, they're better than everyone else. So how can people from a third world country gain power for themselves? I think the first step that they need to take is to gather amongst themselves. Like Lou highlighted in his introduction, the power of collectivism isn't something to be overlooked. 
In order for them to start the transition to a better society, they need to find a way to organize their ideas so that they can bring it to life. From power stories to undermining the opponent, Lou talks about many different strategies and substrategies. So what strategies do you think are the easiest to implement in our everyday lives? Personally, organizing our stories is the first and easiest step to take. Um, it's always easier to start small and then obviously bring that change outwards. By first outlining our story and assessing the situation in our communities, we can get a better sense of how to tackle it nationally. If this was an organization, the narrative would connect to the urgency of now and why this movement needs to take action in this particular moment. These stories are a way to step into other people's shoes and understand how they came to be wearing them in the first place. Okay, so that's all for today. Uh, I hope you guys had a little more insight into the idea of power. Thank you for listening to my podcast, People to the Power. Thank you, Jasmine, for being an interviewee. Um, have a nice day.